You are listening to the No Formula Podcast, episode number 11. From quitting their jobs and surviving off peanut butter to getting over $500,000 in funding, Guillaume Hervé, Patrick Saint-Amand, and Jonathan Magoon founded Zetane, a better means to showcase AI work. After years of hard work, they recently moved into an office space and are excited to help more AI teams bring their projects to life. In this episode, the team discusses the technology they developed, how they validated the concept, and tips on how to get funding. Visit Zetain.com to find out how to work with Guillaume, Patrick, and Jonathan. In the meantime, continue listening to hear great advice for new entrepreneurs, like why you need to get rid of your safety plan in order to succeed. The No Formula Podcast offers a glimpse into the lives of real entrepreneurs who possess a variety of experiences and backgrounds. Through raw conversations, learn about their passions, journeys, setbacks, and milestones. Join host Laura L. Bernhardt as she confirms that there is, in fact, no formula to success. Get inspired and stay motivated throughout your entire journey. Subscribe today. Hello, everyone from Zetane. Thank you for joining me today. It's uh, great to be here. Hi. Hi. Hello, hello. So today we actually have three guests with us. And I was just thinking, let's go around the table so everyone can introduce themselves and uh, tell us about your role at Zetane. Sure, I can start. So my name is uh, Guillaume. I'm I'm the uh, the the co-founder and uh, and CEO of, of Zetain. So uh, in in a typical startup, I guess uh, the role of CEO kind of covers several things, uh, not just sort of the business, but the finance and the uh, admin and the uh, sales and marketing aspects. Uh, trying to get all that organized, you know, with the help of Jonathan and uh, and Patrick. And um, yeah, I come from a background of uh, high tech. So I've been in high tech, specifically in the modeling simulation and visualization space for well, a big part of my career. And uh, I've been involved with startups uh, for probably seven, eight years now in the Montreal ecosystem. So places like Founder Fuel and Techstars and District 3 and uh, CTS, and I'm missing a couple where I've worked with entrepreneurs, specifically in the high tech or, uh, or medical space. And, uh, and one day outside of that actual ecosystem, I met the team, Patrick and Jonathan, and we made a go of, of the thing. Awesome. And, and Jonathan? My background is as a full stack engineer. Uh, so at Zetain, I'm my title is the chief architect. And that means a lot of talking with customers, uh, working on the product and trying to deliver a great product that people get a lot of value out of. I've worked in startups for a few years now, and I went through um, Techstars Boulder back in 2016. So I'm familiar with a lot of their methodologies at my previous company. Before that, I was at a big company at Xerox. So I'm happy to be in a startup. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and Patrick? Yeah, hi. So um, I'm the co-founder and CTO of Zetane. Uh, my background is uh, pretty mathematical. I'd say I did a bachelor in maths and physics and also went to the master did, did computer science and mathematics. 
Then I went at the PhD level in category theory, which is abstractions of abstractions in mathematics. But really, this was my kind of academic life. On the side, all my spare time went to working on the foundations of mathematics. I was kind of looking for a way to represent all, represent all concepts with the same language. I, I realized that there was a lot of ways to do things and present things. I wanted to find those kind of atoms of concepts and build a unified language for mathematics and science. So I worked on that a lot, of, well, maybe a, a lot, a few times overnight. And uh, a math problem, right? Things. Yeah, really math stuff, you know. Patrick <laughs> <laughs> uh, has called it his math problem before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it is. Yeah, it can be seen as a problem sometimes, but uh, you know, it's getting better. And uh, yeah, so I worked on that, and I came up with kind of a system. And I guess from then on, there's a kind of a longer story. If you want me to go on with this one, but uh, yeah, of course, tell us some more. Well, I mean, so with the language, I realized that it needed to be implemented and uh, because I realized it could be applied to 3D meshes, 3D objects and different other domains. So I made a prototype, uh, I programmed a prototype for this and then uh, that's kind of the pre-Zetain. And then um, I met Guillaume and, uh, and John and then we realized that we had something there that we could create like a universal engine and at the same time the um, kind of the new powerful technology which are uh, neural networks came along with uh, came came at a point where they're really mature and we realized that, that with the language and the neural networks there would be a pretty impressive synergy where uh, we could do a lot from there so that's how things came along before we get into Zatine and what it's all about how did you guys meet well, I, uh, I'll start, I guess. So, uh, you know, my, my introduction to Patrick was uh, uh, via my wife. So, as I said, I was heavily involved in the, uh, in the uh, startup uh, ecosystem here in Montreal, but I had not run into uh, Patrick or Jonathan. Uh, Patrick was doing his own thing and uh, having a full-time job uh, as, a, as a professor at a uh, local, uh, local college. And uh, one day my wife came home and said, look, I met this guy, Patrick, and he's a nice guy and he has this great idea. And I told him that you helped uh, startups. <laughs> and so, uh, so my wife kind of said, I promised you'd kind of help him. So could you kind of help him? <laughs> and so, uh, so my wife being my wife, I said, yeah. And uh, I ended up meeting Patrick subsequently and I, uh, she was going to meditate meditation and the sort of Buddhist meditation uh, uh, sort of a, a center where Patrick was and heavily involved and so I went to a couple of sessions we met up he uh, showed me talked to me about his ideas and uh, he showed me his prototype that he actually had coded on a on his computer and uh, I said okay I'll help you so uh, that led to uh, a coffee uh, every couple of weeks they're going to sort of benefit at the latter end of this. But again, I think that this is looking at all of your options. I think too many entrepreneurs right now are looking out, uh, looking out at the world from a place of fear when, when mm -hmm. actually there's incredible opportunities right now and the scrappy smart entrepreneurs and business owners can capitalize on that. Can you give us examples of maybe some opportunities that you've noticed people take advantage of during this time? 
Yeah, for example, um, I mean, there's all kinds of things, both in our personal lives, but also in our um, professional lives. Personally, like if, if you're a vet right now, they just uh, offered a no down payment mortgage um, mortgage deal. If you've been waiting to get a mortgage, <laughs> you have a vet in your family. This, and I say vet, I mean veteran. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, veteran, that's amazing, right? And if you've been saving money for a down payment, um, you might use that money for a different purpose. Maybe you're going to infuse it into your business. Maybe you're going to start a new side hustle um, and so on. Um, there's opportunities to take things online. So for example, I've been using this example. Um, I've, I've done some posts about this, but I, I started taking fiddle lessons about five years ago with my son. And um, my fiddle teacher is actually quite uh, adept tech, uh, technologically wise. And so he just seamlessly moved everything online. So all of his students are taking lessons online. He's actually added things to build up the community. So we're having like free group lessons and I don't think he's going to lose any students. Whereas some music teachers might just freak out and say, Oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. I don't have any more clients. Like that wasn't even a thought. So he's capitalized on opportunities and who knows, he might be able to get more clients now because he's operating remotely. I think that's totally an an option that he may not have considered. So there's opportunities for people to grow their businesses. Um, I have another client who serves school systems. She's a consultant and there's huge opportunities to help um, the districts go to telelearning. Um, So I think there's, uh, there's actually tons of opportunities. It just really um, is only limited by your own creativity. So as a business strategist, I'm sure as soon as this started happening, you had a ton of people come to you and just say, oh my God, what are we going to do? So what is like the general thing you tell people just to like calm them down? (laughs) Actually, I didn't. My clients are pretty um, savvy and I have uh, over the last two, actually over the last um, four days, I I have clients who are telling me about the deals that they've landed. So Hmm. um, we're all looking for opportunities. We're talking and um, no, they're actually uh, just as successful. There, There are a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, I think it's because they're operating the, the ones who are uh, not having as much success. I think it's because they're operating out of a sense of fear and they're actually pulling back. Um, the ones who are pivoting and getting creative, they're, they're making great, they're landing big, they're landing big deals actually, you know, so <laughs> it's totally possible. And I know, um, I know right now people are thinking, Oh my gosh, this guy is falling in. And you know, in some ways it is right. We've had a radically shift our lifestyle, but um, big, huge pullback times are when a lot of millionaires are made. So you think that's going to happen? Oh my gosh, of course. It always happens. It happens every single time that there's a huge, uh, I mean, there was millionaires made in the Great Recession. There was millionaires made like, you know, travel was halted uh, around 911 and people got real creative. I mean, there's Yes, there's ample opportunities. Um, there's, there's people out there, I guarantee you right now, who are inventing medical devices that are brand new, that are uh, developing new ways to fit people into hospitals. There's people who are inventing better ways to communicate online. Uh, I mean, Zoom right now mm-hmm. is probably like getting more new clients than they could have ever imagined. So mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely millionaires. Um, multimillionaires are being made right, right in this very moment. Yeah, that's awesome. So just before we leave, yeah. if, if someone were to come to you freaking out, 
what advice would you give them? First, I would say date, take a deep breath, <laughs> breath, right? We all need to breathe. So take it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Take a deep breath. Um, and then um, I would really um, encourage them to examine their resources and our, our biggest resources ourselves, right? And our creative brains. Mm-hmm. And we talk about um, what they're doing with their existing client. And again, how to focus on retention because retention is absolutely their number one thing. And then we would talk about what they need to do to pivot right now because all of their messaging, all of their marketing, probably not their selling system. It may need to be uh, changed a little bit, but then also probably a service offering. Much of it has immediately become obsolete um, and they're going to need to, you know, again, be scrappy and shift it really quickly. Okay, well, Wendy, thank you so much for being here with us today. I think those are great tips, and I can't wait to share it with everyone. My absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me.